0: Welcome to Live, Laugh, Talks, His and Hers with Miko. How you doing,
1: Miko? I'm good. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Glad to be here with you today. We're getting so many good comments and people loving the show with us together. So I'm just uh, elated to be here with you today.
1: <laughs> yes. So what are we going to talk about tonight?
0: Well, you know, a topic that seems to be on the minds of many uh, we should even say in the lives of many. And yeah. that is cohabitation. Cohabitation. So we talk about, we're going to talk about when individuals feel like that they need to move together. You know, they get along so well. Everything is going wonderful. And it's like, you know, well, why don't we just take this to another level? Let's just go ahead, cohabitate. Do our thing. So I guess our question would be, uh, should this happen? Mm-hmm. And then if it should, how soon is too soon to oh. move in with each other? And we're talking about dating people, uh, mm-hmm. first of all. I guess let's, let's make sure we clear that up. We're not just talking about two friends saying, hey, let's move in together. Two guys, two girls, or the boy and a girl, or whatever. Say, hey, we're friends. Let's do this and save money. No, we're talking about people who date. So, yes,
2: yeah.
0: All right, so how how do you well, I guess I can start off with myself, I will start off with me since we 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 picked on you last time. <laughs> you 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 seem to be the one starting it off. so um, so I'll tell you my feelings on cohabitation. I don't think that a dating couple should cohabitate. Mm-hmm. I, I know I sound like a radical, and it's not you know me coming out with the old thinking. That you know, this is horrible. You know, you, you're living in sin. you I'm not even going there with all of that. That's that's not where I'm coming from. Uh, where I'm coming from is that I just have this feeling that anything that you do mm-hmm. that married people should, or people with paperwork, <laughs> those being married people are doing, mm-hmm. it just doesn't work out as well without paperwork because in my life I've, I've done things um with handshakes and all this kind of stuff i remember actually leasing a home and i didn't have a paper lease you know, it was a handshake it was us agreeing on everything and that went south quick it was so many things that needed to be outlined in that paperwork that frankly we didn't have so I'm thinking, so here we go. We got two people cohabitating. They don't have the paperwork that they, I feel they need in a, in a marriage, but they're going in this thing together, and some people just aren't ready. Like, you know, they're not ready for the responsibilities, and also you really learn about a person once you live with them. <laughs> so I, I get that too. I get our daters say, hey, you know, well, let's live together because now we really know each other. The only problem with that is we don't have the proper paperwork and then somebody can just bounce out of it and leave the other one holding the bag. So, I mean, please feel free to agree or shoot down or whatever may be coming in your idea of cohabitation.
1: Well, you know, we on opposite sides on this one. I'm sure the audience loves it. I um I actually believe in cohabitation. I think that is something that um is good when you are about to especially if you're talking about getting married to somebody. I don't think that you know you should live separately and then um you decide you want to get married and now you want to you know we're not going to live together until we actually you know get married because Oh, there's just a ton of reasons, I believe. Um, <laughs> a ton of? A ton. I mean, because first of all, if you live with somebody, that's, you know, it's a test with um, your compatibility with each other. How compatible you guys want to be. Because sure. um, I had a conversation with one of my girlfriends um, probably a few weeks ago. We had a little debate between a few of us, and we talked about this, and I just think that you don't really know a person until you move in with them. Mm. So, you know, there are a lot of things that you can keep from a person. Um, And you hear that a lot from some women who haven't moved in with their mate prior to marriage. And they'll tell you, you know, this person changed. Or sometimes they've even lived with the person and still tell you that after they got married, that's not the same person. That they mm. were before they got married. So I just think, you know, you know, if you're going to someone's house and you're spending the night a couple nights a week and they come to your place and they spending the nights a couple nights a week, um, the question that they had was, well, I mean, you're spending time with each other, so what's the problem? You, you know, you're back and forth at each other's house. But I'm like, those nights that you're not spending together, a person can adjust to that and say, well, these are the nights that I do this. Oh, these are nice. I really let <laughs> my hair down. And you know, I can be the person that I want to be and that the person that I truly am. And these nights I have to be a little more reserved because this person's over here. I think that when you live with somebody, it's harder to do that. It's harder to hide who you really are. Not that you can't do it, it's just harder to do. Interesting. Yeah, so Interesting. You, you get you get all their habits, their, you know, things that they you get to learn the things that they do that you probably like yeah I don't like that you know
0: oh uh, yeah a lot of don't like it's gonna come out
1: of- right you know I I don't I don't like those things and then there's also um financially I think you talked about that how the person can just up and leave with no consequences but you can kind of do that being married too really I mean I was left high and dry yeah <laughs> With my well, situation, know, we was but mad. yeah. But a lot of <laughs>
0: a lot of states, you know, protect people. And I, you know, of course, we don't know what time, state, and all that happened to you. But, mm-hmm. You know, there are some states that you know are those old fifty-fifty states and stuff like that, like Georgia, California, you know, and I'm kind of states. Should, there should be some level of protection. But hey, you know, you're right. In in a lot of cases, uh, people can be left out there. You know with their pants down, so
1: to speak. Yeah, kind of flapping in the wind. But then also, I think also if you live together, you kind of understand you can start creating that budget and see um, blending, blending blending, things so that you can figure out, okay, well, if I pay this and you pay this, and what do we have left over? And um, what are we going to do about this? And then you kind of get to see also... How that person spends their money, because you know if they're if they're in two separate households, you don't really know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. If if we were together and you didn't realize, oh, nope, I'm gonna change that because it's on you. You're the spender. <laughs> right. You like to yeah. shop. Suppose I didn't know I'm that. I'm the You know. What right. I mean? Suppose I didn't know that you were a shopper, and oh. I come in, I'm like, okay, oh, hey, every other day you come home with like two, three bags, James. What you doing? You know? Right. But I wouldn't know that if I didn't stay with you. You see what I'm saying?
0: I, I don't know about that one, because well, everybody that, that has seen
1: me. Yeah, you're different. <laughs> maybe
0: even in pictures <laughs> can pretty much figure <laughs> out that dude is yes. a like, see, you,
1: you like you like clothing a lot. You know, somebody might not like clothing like that. They might like look just little trinkets. You know what I'm saying? Trinkets around the house that they're buying that somebody's not seeing. Or maybe that person is gambling. Mm. And yeah. and the person doesn't know until they start budgeting together, and they're like, "Wait a minute, what happened to this amount of money?"
0: Right.
1: Uh, I think it's just a preview of marriage, a preview of what what could be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying, right? I, I, I and, like and,
0: all your points of view.
1: Mm-hmm. And I understand what you're saying about, um, because you know, with every benefit, there's going to be disadvantages, mm-hmm. but. You know, you could get married, you could, you could stay in the same household, but at the same time, get too complacent, complacent with it, where you like, well, we, we we here, we doing this, we, we need the paperwork for, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) we need no paperwork, we already here. And then I think that's another
0: danger, because what happens in some cases is the people then decide to not get married and they just cohabitate forever. Uh, Mm Oh. There was a couple that did there. They were they were a very famous couple. I think they've hmm. been together for a hundred years.
1: I, I years. I gotta sit
0: here. Now, <laughs> I know uh, it was it's Kurt Russell. Who
1: was Kurt oh. Russell with?
0: Kurt Russell oh, Goldie and Goldie Hawn.
1: Goldie Hawn. Mm-hmm. Goldie
0: Hawn. Yeah, and uh, they have cohabitated. We, I mean, we've got to be talking about, oh my goodness, oh, we've we, we got to be going 40 45 years or so because I do know that uh they're both 72 now they were quite young people <laughs> and they just never get married they just cohabitated you know I, i'm just i'm just one of those believers you know you know how you you very rarely run into these guys like mm-hmm. like you, you just name one thing like, who's the guy that shops and, and loves clothing? Like, that, that's, you know, probably don't run into a lot of those guys. Uh, usually, uh, male clothing suffers. Like, you know, in a relationship, the woman might have to come in there and clean everything up as far as, you know, get him new clothes. Because <laughs> a lot of times, you know, dudes got like one pair of shoes and, you know, a couple of shirts and they need stuff. Mm-hmm. My situation is different. But right. then I also am one of those believers in love and marriage and baby carriage and all that stuff. I, I just really, you know, love all that. I love what love's about. I love the the, the pattern of your heart and the, and the you know, butterflies in your stomach and all that love brings. So I like the whole commitment thing, mm-hmm. probably more than any man you've ever met because men are the least committal people on earth. So <laughs> You know, so I'm a, a different there, and and I, but I do understand where you're coming from with getting to know a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, like we talked about at the onset, you don't know them until you live with them. All right. So then all of a sudden, you're finding out that this person may have bad habits that you mentioned, like mm-hmm. uh, that could be gambling or other types of things, or like you talk about a, a, a cereal shopper like myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Find out all kinds of things. Find out that um, individuals they could be lying to you, saying they can cook. and That's that and the other, but they go and out getting takeout. And they're making it look like they cooked all. Day. Yeah. And then you come to find out they can't boil water. Mm-hmm.
2: There
0: could be a lot of things you find out about a person uh, and their bad habits. I had a a friend of mine um who mentioned that his uh, girlfriend or whatever I mean whatever the title is they they began living together. And then all of a sudden, he's one of those people that like to squeeze the toothpaste from the bottom of the container. And she squeezes it in the middle and See? then leaves a mess mm-hmm. at the top of the toothpaste. And it was just a total turnout for him. Like, it was just See? disgusting. Yeah. Right. So, he, but he didn't find that out until they lived together. Mm-hmm. And then she's like the toothpaste, toothpaste bandit, he called her. And... <laughs> It almost led to a breakup of their relationship mm-hmm. over toothpaste.
1: Over toothpaste. And it's so, little yeah. things like that that people just be like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody might feel like, oh, dishes in the sink overnight. That's okay. And somebody else might be like, oh, we're not about to leave them dishes in the sink all night long. That's not about to happen. Exactly. Yeah, I know? mean, two
0: different standards. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you may have two people in the relationship that want to decorate or have decorating ideas
1: ideas yes
0: so uh, uh, maybe the guy he wants to turn a you know room into a man cave or you know a bar or or something like that and and the person he's living with like oh no we don't want that or we don't want a giant pool table in the middle of you know whatever Mm -hmm. so yeah you can have all kinds of issues that
1: arise
0: you know and then living together you get to answer a lot of those questions
1: Right. And it's just like a test. Like, okay, can we really do this? Is this really going to work out for us? And then, you know, if you're not, if you wait till you get married, that's a whole divorce you got to go through if things don't work <laughs> out. It ain't no test. It's, it's like, and that's oh, the thing. Wow. Yeah. I'm
0: with you. I, and I don't like tests, though. And I like marriage. <laughs> I don't so, like
1: tests.
0: I hate tests. I ain't tested. I know all the answers to. Mm, Cause then mm. I start getting nervous about the test. <laughs> I, you know, I just because I just feel that you know, when you put a man in a situation and it's non-committal, he go non-commit. Mm, mm, mm. And so if you, if it's in your heart, you like you did this move-in thing because you're trying to to move forward in the relationship, and he's already you know getting the milk and the cookies. mm mm-hmm. What else he want? <laughs> you know, what I'm like, I'm getting it. why should I do paperwork? I, I'm getting everything I want. And That's only my only reason with that, and 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 the way I feel about marriage itself. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I see your points, but what you're saying, and and what's what has to happen is open and honest communication.
1: Yeah. And
0: I but I think if you have that open and honest communication. Even then, you can't talk about everything. I mean, now, sure. there's no way that you talk about how I, how would a person even know that somebody, you know, squeezes a toothpaste from the middle. <laughs> or <laughs> Now, you may be able to have honest communication about some things, but some things, like you say, they're going to, you're going to find out in that relationship because you might see the person as a dapper dresser, but what you might not see is that they spend you know, eighty percent of they check
1: right.
0: on, on this or that. You know, so right. or, or you might see the person walk into a convenience store and buy a couple of scratch offs. But what mm-hmm. you didn't know is that's just what they do in front of you. They actually gamble thousands of dollars away on this and that. And the other cohabitation has its way of, of 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 providing tests that people may fail, or may not. But okay, so then we'll go with you. okay? This, this couple, they they dating and they move in together. So they start talking about it. Now, what's your idea of the length of the relationship before they should do this? Is this something that all of a sudden they feel these butterflies and they feel everything and they're like, you know what? I might as well not even finish this lease. You come on <laughs> in right now. Oh, you know, it's been six months. I'm in love. You're all I've been waiting on. And I'm not gonna wait any longer. Let's let's just start living together. So, is six months too long or not long
1: enough? I mean, it really put a time on it because it just depends on the two people. You know, you Mm -hmm. have people who have met, and I think um, a guy friend of mine told me that I think his grandmother and grandfather met and knew each other for a month and got married. Hmm. And stayed married for like 40 years before, you know, somebody passed away.
0: That's beautiful. Beautiful. Not the passing away part, but the 40 years of
1: marriage. (laughs) But, you know, so I think it just depends on the person or the people rather to see, you know, how how does that relationship work for them? Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't really put a time frame on it as to, okay, well, you know, it should be a year before two people move in together because by then they might be married. (laughs) <laughs> or it be mm. six months because you, you just don't know. So I can't really put a time frame on it. I did talk to my friends about that too. And, um, you know, some people do want to put a time frame on it. They were like, oh, you should at least know somebody for a year. And then somebody else was like, no, it should be six months, you know, because anything can happen a year is too long. So I think every person has a different idea of, what that time frame should be and the two people, they just want to work that out amongst themselves mm-hmm. and how, how that, and then it also, you have to think about children, mm. you know, we you
0: can talk about if, them,
1: right. If you got children involved in how, how long do you wait to move in? You know, <laughs> mm. you kids involved cause you don't want to move somebody in and then it doesn't work out and they uh-huh. didn't shit with your children.
0: Yeah, that's that That could be a challenge. Me, I'm thinking if we're doing this, it should be a year or more, okay. children or not, because I just feel like you need to really know each other well before you start living with each other. And, and if you have children, even more so, because you need to know what kind of person you're putting around your kids. Yes. And, and it, like you say, some of these habits are, are different, terrible traits. You may want to know those or at least get to know the person more intimately. But on the opposite side of it, you can know a person 20, 30 years and not know that they have terrible traits. Um, there's been a, well, a case in New York where this gentleman, he's been like this neighbor that everybody looks to. He's like this nice guy and everybody in the community knows. And this dude has been raping and killing women for years and bearing them out by the... the, the uh, Beach and I, I mean, nonsense. People have known, felt like they knew this guy intimately for decades, mm. didn't know he was a serial killer.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I'm not going that far. I'm sure, you know, these these couples may not have this type of habit. But what I'm saying is, is it, it, there really doesn't, you can't put a time on really getting to know somebody. You could know somebody for, for a significant amount of time. Yeah. And, but I think when you're dating, I mean, your friends, Parents were probably an exception to the rule. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, Folks most probably
2: definitely.
0: came and <laughs> they, they together and then be together forty years later. What a beautiful story! I almost love it for a sight kind of story. Mm-hmm. I love those because you know I love love and marriage, like I talked about. I love all of that. I love the fairy tale. Um, yeah, but I think this should be. I feel significant time. I think a year or more, but. You know, we, we rarely see that. Like you said, in most cases, by that time, they probably have decided to get married
1: anyway. Yeah, so. and that's how it's working these days. And I think that's part of the problem, too. Like, people are getting married so soon now, but the divorce rate is up also because marriage is not what it used to be. You know, it used to be you get married and you try to work it out and figure out now, you, oh, oh you're doing this or I don't like the way you brush your hair that way. So we need to get a divorce.
0: You know, you know, know I'm not down with that at all. Yes. Because I I just believe that marriage is is forever. Mm. And there should be efforts to make it forever. Now, of course, they may not last forever, but there should be a whole lot of effort put in. And it shouldn't be based on some of these trivial. I know you were joking about the hair comb, but (laughs) it's just as trivial that people, the, the things people come up with. And they just call it irreconcilable differences. Right. Get out of their marriage. Mm-hmm.
1: I just think it's awful. But. Yeah. So I that's and that's just another part of why I think, you know, you should live with the person first, just because you gotta get an idea who, who who you're gonna be with and the type of personality you're gonna have to deal with on a 24-7 basis. Cause you're gonna come home to this person, you're gonna wake up to this person, you're gonna go to sleep to this person, and you just have to have that that connection and right that when you know things aren't working out you guys can still strive and get through that and if you can get through some of the major concerns when it comes to living with a person it's at least at least test it out to see like is, is this I, you know this is a great person but you know, they after about twenty hours, I'm tired of them. They talk to me. <laughs> you know. They've been talking to me since we got up this morning. So Saturday, That is supposed to be the break day. You supposed. To
0: <laughs> wow. Why are you day. sitting here talking about me like that? Yeah. You know, you're talking about me shopping and and where everybody know I talk too much. So you just you just describing me throughout the show. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying, you know, you might be like, I just want to chill, relax, you know, whatever. And the person just like, you know, so what's, so what's going on with you? What, nothing. Nothing is going on for me. Just listen the to music today. Is that okay? <laughs> no? Oh.
0: Yeah. You know, I laugh because men can be together all day long mm-hmm. and don't say anything to each other. All day long. Like, like they can be in a room. They can write, try to work together, come home, eat together. And nobody says anything to the other one. But, you know, usually in the relationship with the woman, you know, she's got a lot to say. She's saying, and I, and I know, I'm not trying to be stereotypical, because, like I said, we already acknowledge that I'm the different male here. I can talk the ears off a rabbit, literally. <laughs> and <laughs> the, the, you know, but um, I, I just know, too, when we're getting into these types of relationships, we start talking about uh, cohabitation. We're talking about a committed relationship without the paperwork, but it's committed. It's committed. So another thing that's got to happen is you got to have similar goals and values. Like, do people have enough conversation before getting married or before cohabitating to make sure they have the same long-term goal? And that's a question that I I think that a lot of folks don't have at all. Like before even with marriage or with cohabitation, they're not talking about long-term goals. What's your five-year plan? Mm
2: -hmm. What's your
0: 10-year plan? Mm -hmm. Um, What's your plans with me? What are your family plans? Do you want to have children? Not do you, you know, sometimes they just fall in love and everything's bliss and let's just get together. And we didn't have a whole lot of conversation. So, How do you feel about shared goals? Should should the individuals have, you know, similar goals and values, all of that?
1: Yeah, they have to talk about, because, you know, these are things that people don't talk about no more. They just, you know, they don't get into the nitty gritty of relationships anymore. It's just about, okay, I love you. You love me. So let's make this work. So you need to talk about all of those things, and that's a great plan. You know, talk about your five year plan. What do you plan on doing? Where would do you plan on being? Right. What, what, yes. do you, what do you want to have out of this, and then, and then it's harder when you get older too because there's a sense of independence. So yes, I've been independent for years. So to move in with somebody will test that test that boundary for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? How do I feel about you know somebody else sharing my space? Mm. You know, when mm-hmm. you're somebody being there. I um I had uh dated this guy about three years ago. And he didn't move in, but he was at the house enough that he might, <laughs> enough enough. You know, like every other night he was staying at night and I just was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I had been single for a few years prior to that. And it was just different. And he mm-hmm. would he would wake up in the middle of the night, and I would be in a, another room, sleep. Wow. It happened like about four or five times, and he finally was like, "You know what's wrong? What's the problem?" And I was like, "Oh, there is no problem. What are you talking about?" He was like, "Why are you always in the other room?" And I was just like, "You know what? Because I'm not used to somebody in the bed with me. Mm-hmm. I okay. want to spread out." you know, to move around, to, you know, roll over and have, you know, um, if it get hot on one side of the bed, I could roll over to the cool side of the bed. Right. And I, and I was like, wow, like, I have gotten used to being independent. And I Damn think of, you know, testing those waters too, like, okay, so you get married, like, okay, and then the Person is like, I can't, I can't even be in this room with you, and, and I didn't know that until then because I didn't know that with him until it actually happened.
0: So that really didn't work out for you,
1: no? Oh, no, it didn't work because he felt like I was really putting up a wall, but I wasn't, I was trying to get comfortable in my own time, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Right now, you know, but when we talk about independence and we talk about doing things, you know, at an older age and all. Of course, you know moving in together doesn't mean we have to give up all of our independence I, I, it, we can, It's still healthy to maintain your individual interests, your friendships, your hobbies, all that kind of thing. You shouldn't be required to give up everything, but there's probably going to be conversation. If you're so used to sleeping alone and then all of a sudden <laughs> you're in a relationship and then you bounce, you go to the other room, you know, there might be some real conversation
1: about that. There should be a conversation. And I, I didn't have that conversation, I just didn't. <laughs> you see?
0: <laughs> and yeah, like we were saying, so many conversations where right. that are not being hacked by these couples, mm-hmm. they're not talking about these types of things. It's, all of a sudden, you know you're in a relationship, and you're like, "You know what? I really don't like sleeping with anybody, Mhm, <laughs> let me go get another other you know, or <laughs> on the couch
1: wow. yeah, so <laughs> I think I don't know it's just it's just really you know really, really hard i i think I know it would be for me to make mm-hmm. that leap without mm-hmm. um." just testing things out to see okay how how does this work
0: i i just think it's it's funny that you said i'm still stuck on that one i think that's funny what? I, I think that you know, about the the bed yeah like, like i don't want to sleep with this person and, it was, hey, but we
1: you know and right. i realized it like i said until it happened i, I right. it never crossed my mind like this was going to be an issue but it it, it was, right. it was an issue for me and You know, I look back and I'm like, uh, yeah, I probably made him feel some kind of way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, He might be still messed up about that.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, you know, she was in the other room and wasn't coming back. (laughs) Right. Not even
0: coming back to the room. You know, I think probably one of the things that would be a shock to, well, it wouldn't be a shock to anybody that knows, but it would be a shock to maybe somebody who did, would be all of my friends, with, with an exception. I don't call, like, Kevin, and he's not my friend, he's my brother. Talk am mm-hmm. talking about my friends, you know, I got a few brothers, but most of them are female. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a shock to the system of somebody. You know, they're like, they're like um, <laughs> let me get this straight. <laughs> so, y'all just friends, yet y'all eat together, or you hanging out together, or... You know, it's one in the morning. And y'all still on the phone? Uh, yeah, I think all of that might be a shock to the system or somebody. And and I'm I'm thinking while we're on that subject of independence, that might you know I don't know if that might fly, but what? it's so true. Like I have so many friends. All my friends are, are female. You know, and, and why wouldn't it be? You just talked about. I talk all the time,
2: mm-hmm. and I
0: I wear uh you know I, I change clothes like you know four times a day. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably all my. All <laughs> my um, friends would be female. But I
1: think that would be a shot. What do you think? Yeah, it'll be, you know, then you have to worry about, you know, everybody is different. Then think about when you're not in a relationship. Things already change once you, especially if you were friends first and then you cross over and then rules start to change. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like, oh, I, I don't want you, you know, going out with your friends like that. Or, a lot of women have issues with the way they dress. A man will be like, um, I, I don't like the way you're dressing. Well, I mean, I was dressing like this when you met me.
0: Yeah, but that was for me. I wanted it on my ass. That's what most <laughs> yeah. men say. But I don't feel <laughs> like that. I don't feel like that at all. But I yeah, i think the that opposite it. do.
1: Yeah, that's how men do. They be like, you know, oh, you know, that was for me. That's not for everybody else no more. And things start to change. So if they change in prior to you even living together, there's going to be some changes once you all step in that house, right? Also start cohabitating.
0: You're gonna really start finding out who that person really is. Yes. And but I think I'm probably way too loose on that because, all, again, all my friends are female,
1: mm-hmm. so then
0: I, I see a lot from a female perspective. So I, you know, I'm I'm not thinking, okay, you you going out with your girls and y'all going to the, you know, out having a good night and you wearing a really, you know, outfit that's clingy or I'm not over there tripping. You know, I'm, I'm the opposite. But <laughs> I know a lot of my friends who would be like, oh, where are you? What? Are you go, No, no, that's not going. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, that, that independence that you have after living on your own for decades or however long it is, it, it can go right out the window real fast, which is why, as you mentioned too, we're cohabitating against uh, this testing period. So you might find out during this trial period that the two of y'all are not compatible at all, right? And you know that might be that. So this could work out to be a good way to learn more about each other. Mm-hmm. Even though I, like I said, I feel the opposite. I feel like y'all need to, you know, date then get married. But this could be a test period for most people where they can say, "Hey, you know, he, this man here, he don't. He's telling me what where, where to go, and what time I better be home."
2: And, mm-hmm. you know.
0: It can get ugly quick. <laughs> Real quick. Now what now while we're on that subject of getting ugly quick? What about respect for each other's personal space? Boundaries. Mm-mm. Privacy. See, that's me. Yeah. They can I be have used to not be that way. <laughs> I went that way at all. Now I done got my AARP card <laughs> and all of a sudden, so I ain't telling age. I'm just gonna say I got that. That card came in the mail. (laughs) I'm like, how they know? But, (laughs) so now it's all about personal space with me. Like, I do not, and again, this is probably crazy. May have never heard another man say this. I don't like sharing a bathroom.
1: Oh, yeah, no. Uh -uh.
0: At all. Uh I got, I got, I need that personal space. I need my space. Even when I'm getting up, getting ready. Mm-hmm. Doing my thing, I have my whole ritual that I do. I need my own space. I need boundaries. Like, like for instance, uh, my dogs have no boundaries. <laughs> you know, I I go to use the bathroom and they following me. I'm like, hey. <laughs> if I, <laughs> now if I try to follow them while they using the bathroom, they start walking off, like and looking back at me, like you don't you see me trying. But they'll follow me. So. <laughs> I don't even, I, I especially don't like that with a person. Address. You know, if Address. I'm using a restroom and you just walk in, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm, you know, not asking me, uh, are, are there some things that you feel about
1: personal space and boundaries? I mean, I just need me time. You know what I'm saying? So yes. I definitely need my own bathroom because there's just no need for us to be cohabitating in the bathroom together. Mm. And then I just need some me time. You know, I don't, if I live with somebody, I, I wouldn't want to be up under them 24 seven. Right. You know, and that was an, I think that was another issue. Me and my ex had is that he, he didn't follow me to the bathroom, but he was everywhere. I was in the house. If I went to the kitchen and cook something, he in the kitchen. Cause he wanted to stand in and chit chat with me. If I'm, um, washing clothes. He back there, you know, watching me put the. Mm-mm, I can't. Can you? Can you? You don't have nothing to do.
0: Nothing. All right. <laughs> you, you ain't gotta, you know, go home, but you gotta get away right. from me. I kind of thing. I need you to give me my space.
1: Yeah. So I I, I need space I'm too. Spec- I
0: need I need my personal time.
1: hmm So if I'm doing something, like I'm, I'm even like that with the kids. They know if I'm in here and the door is closed, that's me time unless it's an emergency or you really need something don't don't knock on the door please just give me give me an hour it's just so i can wind down and you know right. relaxation and and then we can go from there but i definitely need some me time i can't i can't be with someone and it's just a constant you know like you say follow you around from place to place to place with no with no concern about okay, am I intruding on that person's space?
0: Right. Now what do you think about privacy? Like for me, um, I need you to stay away from my phone.
1: Oh yeah, we ain't, we ain't got time to be going through people's phones. I, I just, you know, I, I, I can't go through that.
0: You know, because I just feel like there's gotta be some trust. Now if we don't trust each other, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't, I don't really believe in going through each other's devices. Uh, and but, but with cohabitation comes a lot of that because you're
1: here sitting right? there on
0: the couch mm-hmm. with each other, or you're in the bed with each other, and, right. and
1: leaning over, looking. What's your who you who, are you, talking? Mm-hmm. who are you
0: talking? Yeah, you know, you leaning over, and you know, <laughs> like, what's that? Let me see that picture. Of you no. <laughs> What are
1: you looking at my phone for? Or oh, not even that. You on the phone and you on speakerphone and they in your conversation with you.
0: Oh, they... man. No, <laughs> we can't. No, that, uh uh. No, I have been around a friend mm-hmm. that we're not even friends right now because of that. I'll be on the phone with, and they asking me, well, who is that? Yep. What? <laughs> I mean, we're just friends. And that to me, that's irritating. You don't need to know who I'm talking to, and, or or they'll I'll be on the phone with somebody, and they just walk in the room like a child and just start talking loud and mm-hmm. having a conversation, and I'm sitting here like, uh, don't you see I'm on the phone? So Yeah, I, w- I would have. It. I need I need a lot of privacy. I need a lot of personal space. I need boundaries, and as you mentioned earlier, I'm going to need a huge closet. <laughs> Uh, that comes with the territory. You're gonna need to know that up front. Uh, like whichever uh, room got the walk-in closet, that's my closet, and uh, you uh, got uh, to work it out on your own over there. Well, you know, a lot of times people aren't emotionally ready either, uh, because there's going to be ups and downs uh, of uh, living together, and then you got all these emotional changes, or maybe you didn't get to know the person emotionally. Mm-hmm. And there's a you gotta have some emotional readiness when you're talking about moving together because uh, people have mood swings mood and things. Swings, yes. That they're able, like you said earlier, when you said that people are able to hide certain things about themselves. Mm-hmm. I was thinking somebody said to me that you don't even meet the person; you meet their agent. Right. <laughs> and then when you're living with somebody, you meet the person, and then you come to find out they got all kind of emotional baggage that you knew nothing about Mm -hmm. you know i was i was uh, thinking about another relationship that i was uh uh privy to having both of the parties as friends and the um the 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 gentleman you know she was laying like on the couch or whatever watching tv or on a tablet or whatever and he you know jumped on top of her you know like with this big hug and like you know Playing like you do with a kid like Kissy monster or something like he's on top where he's trying to kiss her and I, mm-hmm. and she totally freaked out because you know she had an experience in which she was attacked
1: see mm-hmm.
0: you know so of course that was never a conversation with him I mean she right. the attack was, but he didn't know how it happened and so he's just walking you know in the room and he's like I'm gonna just she's on the couch I'm just gonna jump over on her and give her this big hug and and she's just swinging and mm-hmm. <laughs> he found out the hard way Right. So, yeah. They, now, when we talk about emotional readiness, and we talk about cohabitating, with that in mind, do you think that individuals should be open about not only their their emotional baggage that they may have, the emotional baggage, but even medications and such that they may be on that the other person might want to know about, or or their health history.
1: You know, a, what lot of, I? a lot of people don't like to talk about that or they be like, oh, that's personal. You don't need it. But if you're going to live with somebody, I think you should share things like that because if something happens and they don't know about that, you know, suppose you have to call the ambulance and you don't know why or you don't know what's going right. on or um, somebody might be bipolar and you don't know that.
0: And I, I just think you should.
1: Right. And you're flipping back and forth and trying to figure out what's, what's the problem or what's going on and you don't know that there's an issue. So there are certain things that, yes, you, you have to share those things because. living with somebody with a whole bunch of issues and you didn't know that, you know, they had, um, you know, maybe somebody really close to them passed away and there's, you know, going through a depression or like you said, Mm -hmm. somebody was attacked or had a sexual, um, trauma that they still carry with them. And, um, it just little things bother them that you may not have thought about before. Like why would that, you know, something so small, even if something did happen to them, why is that bothering them? You know, so right. those are little things that you have to get out and talk to people about because it it's the little things that cause bigger issues.
0: Right. right. I appreciate how you, how you brought that out. And I feel that it should be discussed because I think about myself. Um, if you know, I have medical issues that, uh, like, I'm a diabetic. You know, what if what if my blood sugar drops too low, or when you didn't know mm-hmm. what was going on? Like you said, you got to call an ambulance. You know, when you didn't even know just just hand me some something with sugar in it, or you know, whatever. It could be mm-hmm. something simple like that, but you had no clue because I felt like, oh, this is my private circumstance. Mm-hmm. This is me. No, I think I think especially when we start talking about. Of, things that could necessitate help like that. like mm-hmm. you need if you're diabetic, you need help. If you also, if you're bipolar or there are other issues, you I need to know this. Like I need to be because I've got if I'm living with you, then I need to understand everything involved. I need okay. to know all that I got to deal with and then make an informed decision if this is who I need to be with, you know mm-hmm. one way or the other. And not to say that I would run away from somebody. I'm just saying,
1: let me know. I was, let me make the decision. As say, said, it is. you have to let that person make their decision on their own. And a lot of people like to do that. They like to hide things because they don't want to push the person away. Like, oh, I might scare them away if they know this. Whoa, I have these health issues, so it might scare them away that they might have to help take care of me or do something for me that they're not ready for. You know, but you have to let people know these things and allow them to make those, you know, those decisions. Like, okay, is this what? I'm ready for, is this, can I handle this? All right. You don't want to put somebody in that position later on, you know, a year or two down the line and they find something out and they're totally blindsided and they're like, well, where did this come from? I didn't even know there was an issue with this or, you know, um, just from a personal stand- standpoint, um, you know, being in the military, I've had sexual trauma. And oh, wow yeah and people you know, and for a long time, and it's the little things that you don't even notice yourself like sometimes it's not even what somebody else notices what is what you don't notice about yourself and for a long time, I'll mm. get my nails done, um, I would jerk my hand and I couldn't figure out why like why why do i why do I tense up you know when when she's just you know buffering my nails or doing something and I had to go to therapy for that. And I didn't go to uh, therapy specifically for that. I went for the sexual trauma, but I learned little triggers about me. You know, so if someone is holding my hand and they're stroking me, that's a trigger. And I yes. did that. But you know, when you're intimate with somebody, you have to tell them those little things because if you start acting a certain way, they feel like you're pulling back. But right. they know that there's just something they need to change about what they're doing.
0: Exactly. and not by any means trying to lighten what you just said but even if it's something uh emotionally that's more simplistic i think you need to know like for me mm-hmm. the first thing you need to know about me is this guy that you're talking to right now does not exist in the morning <laughs> i am not a morning person
1: not a morning person so in the morning you're gonna
0: get a lot of just grunt. You know, you'd be like, how you doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> What you got on the schedule today? Oh, yeah. You're going to get this bad because I don't, I'm not a morning person. I don't want to talk. And if you're one of those people, like my mother, she would wake up in the morning and sing. like She's singing and happy and like a bird. <laughs> Oh, that was irritating to a person. Not a morning person. I'm just ah, what you know, you know, and you can't tell your mom to hush, you know. Mm-hmm. So I had to sit there and live through it. But I'm just not that. I'm not that person at all. I, I will get up in the morning. I do my thing, uh-huh. but that don't mean I'm happy about it. And <laughs> so I think that need to be shared as well. Like you know, I'm going to take it right out the cuff. That you know, the guy you see at you know one o'clock in the afternoon, isn't the guy you see at five o'clock in the morning right. wake me up? I just want you to know that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I had another friend of mine would say that uh, she never liked to be awakened. She's mm-hmm. like, if I'm asleep, I don't care if the house is on fire. You just let me burn with the house. Don't <laughs> wake me up. And I'm like, wow, I just never understood that. But that's how she, Oh, she was serious about that. Don't wake her up out of her sleep. You mm-hmm. know? Things like that, little stuff like that. Yeah, that need to be shared, but especially like you were just speaking of, you know, the sexual trauma and different things. Like, oh, that needs to that needs to come out real quick, fast, and in a hurry, so the other person don't, you know, fool around and make some error that costs, you know, them a, uh, you know, they're sitting there wondering what happened. It's mm-hmm. oh, violent, like I did with my friend. She's swinging and carrying right. on, and he don't know what's going on. So, <laughs> yeah, that 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 needs to come up. And, and then, what about, uh, you know, we'll we'll talk about just a couple of other things too like the expectations of the families and social circles because true when you marry somebody you don't marry somebody you marry their family right and you also marry their social circle all of a sudden their friends are your friends and, and all these people they associate with is, <laughs> is now in your life wherever they their congregation or whatever they was they, all of that is now in your life as well. Mm -hmm. So external pressures can, in my mind, influence cohabitation, period, even the timing of it. Because there may be family members who feel like, well, you know, I believe in marriage, but this whole sinfulness, y'all doing it as living together. Some people, you know, would just explode. Or they could be friends, you know, the social circle that could feel like, well, y'all need to... Like you said earlier, there's some of your friends that feel like it should be a year. Some of them feel like it should... They Now they're involved in your relationship. They seem up be going, well, yeah, I think y'all doing this too quick. I think it is. Uh. So do you, do you feel that families and social circles should determine what you do as a couple? Oh. As far as cohabitation?
1: Oh, no. They definitely shouldn't determine it. But I do see where they could influence it, where if you're living together for a year, now you got people saying, well, you did not been together for a year or two. Why you just don't get married? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You're you already doing it. It's just a piece of paper. So, or um, a young lady, you know, might be living with her boyfriend for the past two or three years or three or four years. And I can see the dad saying, why are you living with him? As you say, when he can get the, if he's getting the milk, you know all in one what what do what else he need
0: <laughs> he got a bad a cow right. as they used to say getting so, the milk
1: yeah so i mean what's the point in all of that so and then there's just this uh, constant kind of um yammering in the back from all of your friends and family about what you should do because you're already living together right you know so i i do get definitely that that's a that that could be a big issue you know
0: yeah it, it could affect that that relationship overall. Mm-hmm. Them cohabitating.
1: Yep, because then you, you got a person in. saying, I'm fine living like this, and the other person like, well, everybody else is saying we should do it, and I don't see what the problem is, so why we just can't go ahead and get married? You know, we've been doing this for a while, and um, whew, I don't know. And I just feel like if you're going to be living with somebody for five, six years, you, yeah, you you need to get married. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, you know, well, fact, well, it takes five or six years for you to agree with me. but, but yeah, 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 definitely. And yeah, yeah you
1: on. need to go oh, get married. Get... I, I don't understand, I understand them kind of relationships. but
0: yeah, like the, the, the relationship we mentioned at the onset, now that we're picking you know, on Kurt Russell and Goldie Hahn,
1: mm-hmm. you know, 40, 50 years.
0: <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> that's a long time.
1: That's, that's a long why. time, but I'm wondering... I know they were older when they got married, so I don't. I'm. I don't. I'm not familiar with their background, but maybe they were married before, and maybe there were some issues when with the divorce. I don't know. You know, sometimes you go through things in the past, and they like, we're not doing this again. So I don't know. Well, I'm, gl- it's got- I'm glad
0: you mentioned that because, um, I, I see here that uh, it, it was written in 2023, July of 2023, mm-hmm. that they have been together since 1983. Oh, so it's night, it's 2023. So that's 40 years, years. and they've never married. And um, they seem to have, as uh, this magazine article brings out, a wonderful relationship. 40 years have gone by, and uh, they even state that they have a wild, brilliant, lovable, childlike, perfectly maddening relationship. See. Yet, they did not see the need to to get married. They actually met on set of a movie, a Disney movie, in 1966. That's <laughs> when they met. And uh, she was 21, and he was 16. So, she's actually five years older.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. And,
0: yeah. and they have been married, and they... I mean, they have not been married, but they love each other as though, and it's gone on. And they've got a whole timeline of pictures and everything else in their lives where, you know, nothing's changed. And it's been 40 years. You say five, <laughs> I say, <laughs> I say, get, go. But, uh,
1: <laughs> That's why I said it's different for different people. It's, it's all what works for your relationship.
0: And it's just for me, it's just the. Uh, I, you know, people say it's just paperwork, but we need paperwork. I mean, imagine if you bought a car, you had no paperwork, yeah, or you, know, you bought a house, and so you had no paperwork.
1: People Doesn't say I, it's just paperwork, but that paper seemed to do something. I don't know what it is. I, I, I does to, to be honest, it is literally just paperwork, but there is something I don't know what it is about that paperwork that just changes things.
2: Mm-hmm. It is
1: a I don't, I don't know. Being married is different. It's just, it's different than being in a relationship. There is a, um, it's not just a legal bond. It's just like, it changes the whole aspect. And I think that's why some people say when they got married, things change. Yeah. Because it depends on how you feel about that paper. Like, I mean, I don't know. There's just something different about actually being married on paper versus just living together and being with each other.
0: Now, um, I agree with you 110% there. And I always say that the easiest way to get rid of a man is pull out some some marriage paperwork. Start talking about marriage. He'll get running out the room. Because it's <laughs> just commitment issues with men that seems more prevalent than with women. Mm-hmm. Even though we see more women nowadays that don't want to get married, we see that more and more. But it's, it seems to be the case, like nine out of 10 men, you know, and I, I may be over-exaggerating. I don't have a statistic. I know you're going to call me and say, well, you got that statistic? <laughs> but but it seems like more men don't want the legal part of it. And to me, that's, that's the part that, that that you should be concerned about because there are legal and practical implications. Like, first of all, let's just talk about lease agreements, mm-hmm. tenancy law. Okay, so if you were in this in, in certain states, you got to list everybody that's in that house on your lease agreement.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So all of
0: a sudden you got somebody moving in and you didn't tell the 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 person that's leasing the building about it. That could be a problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what if, without paperwork, there's no... Somebody said With, without the paperwork, you can't make money work, which is true too, because okay, so you're living with me, and let's just say, God forbid, I die, you get nothing. Uh-huh. There's no paperwork. So if there's some actual next of kin, uh-huh. you know, so that could be one of my relatives or somebody, they come take everything and you on the street. They don't even know who you are, possibly. And if they do, they ain't going to go care. So that's why I say paperwork is so important, because it protects. Uh-huh. so, so if, But if I'm married to you and I die, you're my next to king. You get everything. The family gets nothing. then they got to argue about amongst themselves because they get nothing you get. It. And, and I, that's why I just feel like it's so important. And I think people just minimize it. But it's a protection, even on health issues.
1: Yeah, it's a big thing. My mom, um, my mom and my stepdad, they never got a divorce. He moved on. He was living with this woman. I think they were together for like seven years. Right. when he passed he passed away he had um heart issues and he passed away um my mom still (laughs) she got like the social security um all the family members were coming to her any um anything that had to do with you know being married and you still got a portion of the check from when he was um working, all of those things. Even though the woman was with my stepdad for seven years, mm-hmm. they had to go through my mom for everything because they wow. were legally married.
0: Right. Yeah. And that's just think That's the part that you got to, you can't overlook. Because mm-hmm. the thing about marriage, people say it's a piece of paper, but that piece of paper actually makes you next up kin. Yes. It erases parents, mm-hmm. brothers, sisters, whoever else. And all of a sudden, you next to And you're the shot caller. Yeah. So let's just say, <laughs> forget death. What if I'm hospitalized? And, mm. You know, there's a there's life or death decisions that need to be made. You know, whether we operate, don't operate, pull a plug, don't pull a plug. Who's calling that shot? It's that person that with the piece of paper.
1: The piece of paper, yep. Because if y'all just living together and... Something happened. You don't have no no say so. It's gonna go no like you say. The next of kin, it's gonna be the mom, or that this person, or the brother.
0: And they could have told you in an intimate conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. And if
0: I'm, you know, do not resuscitate me. or do not. And they, and they could have told you that you remember it. But there's this other person mm-hmm. that has that right to make that decision. And there was, I remember the story of Liberace and there was the, 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 the man that he was dating. Mm-hmm. And when all of it came down and Liberace died, the, you know, the next of kin and all the family, they just took everything and he was out. Uh. He was, you know, so he lived a certain lifestyle. Cause you know, Liberace probably the only person that cared more about shopping than me, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Elvis Liberace and then me. Hey, can you imagine this? You know this, just this, this, this gentleman who was used to a certain lifestyle. All of a sudden, it was oh, it was gone, mm-hmm. because there was no paperwork. Well, it couldn't be paperwork at that time because you know there was no recognition of same-sex marriage.
2: Mm-hmm. But the
0: point is, is you need paper. You mm-hmm. need it. Don't don't let nobody bad fool you. Tell you any different. But yes, I get what you're saying with cohabitation. I get the fact that. People can use it as a testing ground. Uh, but, I also, but I also get the fact that there's got to be privacy. <laughs> you know, there's some There's got to be communication. There's got to be shared goals. Uh-huh. We didn't even mention this financial stability. Uh-huh. Because, because what if you're sharing expenses in the household, but one is not financially stable enough to support themselves, much less both of y'all. Right. So that's a conversation that, that needs to be had. Okay, how much do you make? And I'm not saying that should be you know, some relationships. That would be the whole conversation. I'm yes. not saying that money should be at all, but it should definitely be something discussed. So, I mean, you know, it's essential to make this decision based on your own feelings, your unique circumstances. I agree that other people should make this decision for you. It shouldn't be their parents or friends. But the, both of these partners got to be comfortable and enthusiastic about the idea of living together, and and that decision needs to be made thoughtfully and consciously, and no, you know, nobody else involved, but it definitely needs to be one that that is thought all the way through at every side of it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you shared your experience there. I, you know, again, kind of comical, but a very important point that when you cohabitate, there's things that may need to be discussed that you didn't even think about discussing. Or maybe you didn't even think about it because you didn't see it as a problem at the time. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, here's this, this person in your bed. <laughs> You're like, you know what? <laughs> mm, nah, that's not going to work. Um And another thing, you know, I just thought about you know, I, my, my fur babies are my babies. You know, what, what if somebody not used to that?
2: Like, mm-hmm. Wait a minute.
0: Or maybe they never had a, an animal okay. inside the house. I never had one at all. So there's a lot of discussion goes into it, and I'm you know I'm glad that we had this this conversation. That's you know, very powerful, I, I think. And you know, I thank you for uh, being you know here. And I, I know that that our partners, uh, the, the the ones who are there listening, they love uh, listening to both sides, and we invite them to write in. Admin at Livelaftalk.com. You can email us there. Also, you can comment on Spotify and leave a message for us. Let us know what you think because we we are enjoying having this segment together. So let us know some of your ideas or even show ideas that you may have. We'd love to hear. It. So anything that you would like to to say, Miko, as we bring this to a, a conclusion
1: you know if you don't decide to cohabitate make sure you have those intimate deep conversations to understand each other
0: yes so that means that that relationship even if you're dating and not cohabitating it it may need to have some time right (laughs) Uh yes especially if you're not cohabitating because you you really need to be spending more time with each other Uh and talking about things and getting everything out in the open And I really appreciate uh, some of the ideas and all that you shared. and Thank you for that. So as we bring this one to a conclusion, uh, I will say, George and Gracie, say good night, Miko.
1: Good (laughs) night, Miko.